Tastemakers, not your typical run-of-the-mill stories. We're putting a spotlight on movers and shakers from everyday heroes, social stars to A-list celebs, and what's going down on campus. James Kherba, who is only 24 years old and doing such great things. He's a triathlete, only just started about three years ago. And he is raising money to put a young kid through school. Literally fees, boarding fees, everything. And I think it's absolutely incredible how he's using his sports to do good. So you've got some coasters in front of you. I'm sure you have noticed already. (laughs) And you're probably wondering what is going on. I'm a triathlete, Gabo. Do not make me drink. Don't worry, I'm not gonna make you drink alcohol. <laughs> that would be like very strange to do that to a sports star. I promise I wouldn't do that. I did my mixology Mondays earlier on, had some tequila. <laughs> And now we're going to talk serious things with you. Look, I think you're totally inspiring. Cannot wait to hear your story. You're going to flip a coaster every single time I say flip a coaster. And underneath that coaster is really just a category of what we're going to talk about. But it could also be a game. It it could really be anything. I even forget what I've put under those coasters. Because I do it much earlier in the day. So I'm always even surprised. All right. So we're going through this together. Are you ready to flip your very first coaster? Yes. Okay. James is flipping his coaster. All right, coaster number one, what does it say? Rugby two triathlon. Ah, rugby two triathlon. So I heard that you used to play rugby, cricket, um, what else? I played golf at school. Oh, well. you played golf at school. So how do you go from literally something as chilled as golf, <laughs> cricket, okay, rugby, but rough, but how do you go from that to I want to be a triathlete and I even want to, you know, do challenges and raise money? How did that switch happen? So I was at the IMM in Stellenbosch University mm-hmm. and in my third year of studying, um, it got to a point where I was just over the student lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Um, I would wake up, go to some lectures and I just yeah, got to the stage where... Party I, hard after. <laughs> yeah, I just got to a stage where I wasn't really happy anymore and mm-hmm. I wanted a challenge and to do something different with my life. So I started going to spinning classes with my sister mm-hmm. and... Initially, all I wanted to do was the doozy, which is an ultra canoe marathon. Um, it's three days, and it's canoeing and running. Did you watch the movie Beyond the River? Yes, I think it's that's called. actually oh. how I got into it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's such a beautiful I movie. I think I've seen it like 40 times. Oh, <laughs> so that inspired you. Yes, so I saw that movie, and I've, we've got a family friend that's done quite a few of them, and I phoned him. I've even still got the paddle or the... Yeah, the paddle in my bedroom. Um, we were going to do it together. But then after finding that it took nine months to get an A-grade river license, Jeez. I thought, that's a bit long to just <laughs> do a race. Um, yeah. Oh. So I was looking around and I saw that there was a half Ironman eight weeks away in mm-hmm. East London in January of 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, so I started swimming. I could barely swim 25 meters at the time. And yeah. Spinning class with my sister. And from my days at school, I could always run. Yeah. Um, I wasn't great, but yeah. I you knew. ran. Yeah, I could finish the race. Okay, but did you do over 10 kilometers? Or it was like 5, 10 kilometers? I think I used to only do about 5. Yeah. Um, My mom always tells a story of when I was in grade 4 or 5 where she was pushing me up the hill because I just couldn't run. It was around (laughs) the block. So how the times have changed. Look at you now. Yeah, look at him now, mom. Look at him now. Uh, Yeah, so from there, 10Ks was like my max probably. So Uh just training and... Yeah, just those challenges of trying to get to the finish line. So what's a half Ironman? Like I always hear people say, I'm going to do the Ironman, I'm going to do the Ironman. But I've never actually known what it entails. 
So a half Ironman is a 1.9 kilometer swim. Okay. Um, it's often in the sea, but it's sometimes in oh. dams. <laughs> um, a 90k bike ride, and a 21k run. Oh, and that's a half. Yeah. So then the Ironman's double. Oh, and you've done a full on Ironman, right? Even overseas. Yeah. Last year I did three fulls. Oh my goodness, that is yeah. crazy. <laughs> yeah. So Do people think you're crazy? I've been told that a few times. Yeah, <laughs> I'm saying it too. That is incredible. And the amount of training that has to go into that, I cannot wait to hear. All right, you've got your second coaster. Triathlete James Karba on the show tonight. Giving back. Ah. Oh. And this is exactly why you're doing this, right? You actually care about your community so, so much. You are putting through a kid through school. I, I came across your story and I was like, what? James is 24. He's doing these triathlons instead of like partying, you know, with the rest of us on weekends. You are training hard. And this is because you are raising money to take a young kid through school. Cares, that's your old school. That's uh, King Edward School in Johannesburg. How did that come about? And what? brought about this passion of giving back and what's the story there with the young kid you're taking through school over 800,000 rand raised already um so on one of my long runs um i remember i often just talk to myself and just think and i remember thinking that with all the potholes on the roads mm. and the load shedding and everyone moaning and mm. yeah i just thought what could i do to play my part and help someone else. And in 2009, my parents started a foundation called Tag Foundation. Mm -hmm. um, so it started off with one boy putting him through school. Okay. And over the years, it's grown. Currently, there's 43 boys going what? through King Edwards and 10 girls going through Parktown Girls. Oh, that's beautiful. Um, yeah. So in the last couple of years, we started with Parktown Girls. So obviously, those numbers are going to increase. Mm. And yeah, I just thought to myself, what could I do to help give back? Uh, a lot of people my age are trying to leave the country. Yeah. But I think the only way we can improve our current situation is by educating the young, younger generation. Mm. And yeah, it's, it's pointless moaning and moaning and moaning. Um, if you're in a position where you can play your part, I think if everyone can just yeah, play their part. And I think so often we're like so confused or complicate the... We complicate wanting to make a difference, right? You think you have to do this really big thing or you have to help 10 people at a time or 100 people at a time. It literally just starts with that one person that you're going to help. That one, one sandwich you're giving away to somebody that is hungry and that becomes 10 and 20. And I mean, you're putting a young kid through school right now. So that would be from grade 11 to matric that he's going to be covered. Yeah, from grade 8 to matric, um, termly boarding and school fees. Oh, that is just amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it started off, all I wanted to initially raise 700,000, so that yeah. would cover the five years. Okay. Um, but yeah, things have luckily gone well. So my goal, my next goal is to get to a million. So luckily enough, he's covered for the next five years. Oh, um, James, man. <laughs> yeah. So hopefully, yeah, in the years to come, there's more boys and girls. That you are taking through, through school. And you went to kids, right? Yes. So let me yes, tell I you, so kids is a boys' school, right? But I, I have a lot of friends that went to school and uh, like that went to kids. Do I have an ex from kids? No, I don't. <laughs> I'm trying to think now. I'm like, how do I know the boys from kids? <laughs> Actually, no. I Now I remember. I remember now. <laughs> Blushing so much, I don't know why I'm blushing. <laughs> I was like, wait, uh, no, I don't have an, an ex at Kiz, but um, we used to go to the rugby fest at Kiz uh, Easter weekend. 
Oh, just to bang. It was so much fun. Easter weekend. And I know you had like a big challenge this past Easter weekend, I guess. Uh, or what happened? What did you, you had to cycle for hours. What was that all about? Um, so an old Tag Foundation boy, um, a guy by the name of Dylan Curtis mm-hmm. um, contacted me. And he was deputy head boy in 2018 at Kez. And he, yeah, he was part of the Tag Foundation. Mm. And he con- contacted me and said, I don't have money to give you, but I've got time. And what do you think of this? Um, he's a cyclist and I do triathlon. So it kind of just worked. And our goal was to cycle 10,000 meters elevation. Jeez. Um, Mount Everest is 8,849. So oh, it was higher than Mount Everest. Yo, and what? Yeah, we were doing <gasps> that to try and raise money um, to help the boy that I'm putting through, receiving mm. Giba through school. Mm. And yeah, it took me just over 14 hours and it took him just under 15 hours, I think. So it was a long day. We started at 20 past five and we were ending around eight o'clock in the evening. And you couldn't give up because now you are doing this for a cause. You have to, you have to go. I think that's what helped us actually. Yeah. Like seeing everyone come talk to us and tell us like what you're doing is amazing. And just the stories. Um, obviously, there were times where we went through really dark stages. Um, mm. I had my music in now and again and people came and talked to me. I just couldn't anymore. In that 14 but, hours, what was like the worst time? Like at which point did you feel like I can't do this anymore? After um, how many my hours? My darkest time was probably six hours in. Um, yeah. At that stage, we couldn't really eat solid foods anymore. Um, <sighs> my stomach, yeah, I just wasn't agreeing with it. So just trying to do our nutrition and yeah, hit the numbers because we knew we were, only, were not even halfway yet. And our numbers are already decreasing. So just, yeah, getting your head around that fact and yeah. You know what that sound means? It means you need to flip a coaster. What is underneath your next coaster? Training. I have been so keen to hear what your training schedule looks like because if you are doing things like Ironman and you are literally cycling, what, 90 kilometers and crazy things like that, swimming for so long, what does the training purposes, uh, the training process look like before you do a triathlon? One of our presenters, uh, Nick Archibald, he does our top top 40 on five. He was drilling for a triathlon recently. <laughs> Look, he finished. He's like, I, I remember asking him, I'm like, dude, have you been training? He's like, I'm definitely training. And then after he did it, he was like, thank goodness I didn't drown. I thought I was going to drown. <laughs> but I remember he was training really hard. So I'd love to hear from you what your training process has been. Um, so I've got a coach. Um, his name's Neil McPherson. He's mm. part of Dynamic Coaching. Mm. Shout and, out, Neil. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I just pretty much do whatever he gives me. Um, at the moment, we're training about 20 hours a week. Sure. A big week will be around 22, 24 hours. Um, so it's probably just under three hours a day. Um, in that time, Ooh. I'm working for my dad as well. Mm. So I train early mornings. I train late nights. Um, but on average, I'd probably swim around... 15, 16 Ks a week sure. in the swimming pool. Yeah. Um, running will probably be around 60, 70 Ks a week. Oh then, my goodness, no. <laughs> and then... I'm running that in a month. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a good month. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, cycling, it's hard to say. I do a lot of it on indoors, so it's probably around... Eight ten hours a week. I would say. Which it's one's like, the hardest for you? And like, I always wonder when it comes to people who do triathlons. Like, I, I'm always keen to hear what do they find more difficult because people are different, right? You get people who run marathons who will tell you, "Yo, I'll never cycle," or you get people who are cyclists that tell you, "I'll never do a marathon." For you, what is the most difficult? I think I'd struggle with the swimming. Oh, <laughs> I can't imagine swimming for that long. 
Um, Love the water, but no thanks. <laughs> um, initially, I come from a no swimming background. So really? initially, swimming was a tough one. Um, I remember my first ever race I did, I put my wetsuit on. It was a borrowed wetsuit, so it was mm. a bit big. And <laughs> I didn't realize that it filled with water. <laughs> so I was in East London in the freezing sea oh. and the wetsuit filled with water and I had an instant panic attack about 200 <laughs> meters in. So my race was almost done before it even started. Um, so yeah, swimming prob was probably the hardest in yeah. the beginning. Um, but each discipline has their own challenges. Mm. Um, running is probably my favorite. Mm. It's the one that comes most natural yeah. to me. Um, of course. Cycling, cycling's tough because yeah, to get your power numbers up, it's hard training. Um, it's yeah, it's dark. But yeah, I'd probably say swimming, swimming mentally for me is the hardest one yeah, to do. Yeah, and um, the one that you have to work the hardest on. What what do you eat? Um, like my diet day to day. Yeah. Uh, my normal diet. I've just started actually working with a dietitian from November. Okay. Um, yeah. After my race in Hawaii, Kona last year. Mm -hmm. um, I just thought that I was at a certain level and yeah, those overseas people are fast. So any advantage I could get. So I started working with her and yeah, it's just a lot more protein yeah. in my diet. I can imagine you are packing <laughs> up that protein and a lot of greens I can imagine too. You have to. Yeah, it's a lot more balanced than what I was doing. Um, there's a, yeah, a lot of people say that as a triathlete, you're training so much, you can eat whatever you want. Um, that's not really true. When you are out here doing your triathlons, you're in the water, you're running, or you're training, what, what music do you listen to? Like, what really gets you pumping and keeps you inspired? Um, you're probably going to judge me, but I like deep music. Like, like what, what do you mean? So do you like, like deep house? No, no, no. Like, <laughs> music with words. Like, slow. I don't know. It's not, like, it's, it's not really training music, but yeah. Wow. <laughs> Songs I, with meaning to them. Okay, I thought you were going to say like, yo, you need to be listening to some really crazy like Martin Garrix, like it needs to be pumping in your ears <laughs> as you're no, training. No, no. Oh, wow, that's very interesting. I spoke to uh, this lady once, she, her and her husband broke the record for the longest underwater kiss, right? They're from Durban, they're a Durban-based couple. And she says when she's basically underwater holding her breath, she's a free diver, she listens to Eminem's Lose Yourself. <laughs> She's just rapping there. You better lose yourself in the music, the moment. Before she drowns. Yeah. <laughs> Literally before she drowns. That's what she listens to. It's interesting how everybody just gains inspiration from such different types of, of, of music. All right, so you're a deep guy. I get you. I get you. Let's flip your next coaster, James. What is underneath it? Which sport is it anyway? Which sport is it anyway? All right, I hope you're ready. This is now where I'm testing... Your sports skills. I mean, you've played rugby, you've played cricket, you've played golf. You run, you cycle, you swim. So, I, you know, you, I mean, you, you're a proper sportsman. But if I play you these different sports, it sounds right, and different sports has been played here, you need to tell me what those various sports, sporting codes are. Let's see how you do. Okay. Here is your first one. Listen closely. If you're listening, do help James out, please, on the WhatsApp line, 5151. You know it can get uh, pretty confusing, pretty complicated, you know, because I'm, I'm putting you on your toes, pretty much. Okay, let's do this. Here's your first one. Okay, wait. Let me, I, I, let me turn down my background music. I was tricking you for a second, but listen carefully. It's three, three sporting codes here. You Basketball. Okay. Basketball. Are you sure? 
sports soccer something bouncing okay basketball you were right i was trying to confuse you there and there's a sport there that you played before golf yes oh my word yes <laughs> okay what else there was there was another one tennis it is tennis congratulations wow that was good you done well i had a i had a cricket player uh, a, a couple of weeks ago we played the same game she struggled a little bit with it i won't even lie she really did okay here's your next one listen carefully that I'll play it again second and third is easy is it um, three again yeah <laughs> definitely uh, yes my friend it's definitely three swimming? of course you got swimming yes correct cricket? yes you got cricket yeah okay what was the other one squash uh, does badminton count as squash? Because uh, no, uh, it's badminton. <laughs> so do we give it to you? You're the sports person, so you're going to have to tell me. Do you get a point there? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> They're both small rackets. I mean, there we go. So that's exactly why I feel like you should get a point there. Okay, here's another one. You're doing great. Jeez, that one's confusing. I'm even confused. What? Hold on. sounds like a toilet flushing there's running in there yeah yes there's definitely <laughs> running the you one. are absolutely correct there's like there's soccer there too and chess how must i know chess <laughs> <laughs> here's your last one you're doing great love it <sighs> yo oh my word <laughs> What is what is going on there, Jay? Horse Jess? racing. Yes, it's definitely horse racing, horse riding. Yeah, 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 you're right. Horse racing, yes, correct. And then there was that ding, ding, ding sound. Boxing. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That last one. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on, James. What was that last one? You use a bow and arrow. Do you use a burn area? Use a burn. Archery. Yes, it's definitely archery. Yay! Nice one. You did well. You've actually done really well. I played that game with a couple of people. You've you've been the best. It's the plan, James, to eventually take more kids through school. Ideally, yeah, I'd like to have a boy or a girl in each grade. Okay. Um, I think that's the big term goal. Yeah. But yeah, we'll see how things go. Absolutely incredible, and that's the thing, right? Like. So often we think of bursaries when you in varsity, right? Like you need funding, that kind of stuff for higher education. But like high school education is a problem as well, a big one. You know, you you just people can't afford it. Yeah. So what we keep telling the boys, um, a lot of them are very good sportsmen, but mm. they don't think academics are that important. Yeah. Um, but Senzo, the program manager, and my mom. Mm. Um, Every term they sit down with the boys and they go through reports and yeah, it's not just the foundation that puts the kids through school and forget about them. Um, they become part of our lives. They mm. come for dinners with us. They get looked after at school. Um, if they need any help, yeah, we're there for them. So it's not just play sports and be good at it. Um, we try to prepare them to get those varsity, um, to get into varsity. Mm. 
if sport doesn't work out that they can get proper jobs yeah and, yeah study you, further you got something to fall back on exactly because you never know all right you know what that means you got another coaster to flip my friends last round oh last round i love a last round Oh, I can't believe I'm saying goodbye to you already. It's just been so much fun speaking to you have, and uh, just being completely inspired. You really can make a difference in every single thing that you do. All right, so last round, looking a little something like this. I'm giving you 30 seconds to answer these quick-fire questions that I have in store for you. Some of them could be really random. Okay. <laughs> Told you you never know what's coming. Okay, are you ready? I'm going to start your clock now. How many pull-ups can you do in a row, James? Yo, I used to be able to do about 20. Oh, wow. Okay, what's your favorite carb? Bread, pasta, rice, or potatoes? Bread. Mm, giving presents or getting presents? Getting. <laughs> what food is better as leftovers? Ribs. Yes. Ask permission or beg for forgiveness? Beg for forgiveness. <laughs> Climb a mountain or jump from a plane? Climb a mountain. What's your favorite post-training treat? Milkshake. Oh, really? I love that. Which flavor? Strawberry. <laughs> okay, so when you've done really good and you're feeling so proud of yourself, you've swam, you've ran, you've cycled, you're like, I'm having a strawberry milkshake. Or sushi. Oh, or sushi. Okay, all right. You know what? It's always so great to hear that, like, sports people, I love hearing sports people talk about normal food that us normal people eat. It's like, okay, you also like bread? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I gave it up for a while um, at Varsity, but... You're back now. All right, you get to work it off every single time you're doing your triathlons. James, thank you so much for joining us tonight on Five Nights. I think you're doing such an incredible job. You are such an inspiration. And I think for me, what you've taught me is you can make a difference in anything that you want to do. You know, maybe it's a hobby that you have. You can use that to make some sort of difference. And you can make a difference in one person's life. That all That's all it takes. It can be one person. Yes, maybe it might be five people, ten people, you know. But whatever it is that you can do, you know, go out there and, and, and make a difference. Let's stop moaning and see how we can play our part. <laughs> Love Thank that so, so much. much. For me. All right, so what does the future look like for you, James? The, ideally, I'd like to become a pro triathlete. Okay. Um, yeah, that's the goal, first and foremost, is mm -hmm. for me to become a professional. Mm. And yeah, the foundation will always be close to my heart and always be there in the background. Um, yeah always going to play my part all right we're going to definitely follow your story keep raising that money putting kids through school you're doing incredible james Harba for five nights only 24 years old you're doing incredible taste makers on five nights with carabo